We all got our own little guilty pleasures, and me, just like the rest of y'all, I'm not no different. And like ever since I could remember, I've been funking with this particular little pleasure of mine since a boy. And what I'm talking about, I'm talking about crime shows, not scripted, the reenactments. And with this, this just brings me to my next point. I know certain shit just hit the airways, the most uh, sensationalized, the most, just the most gassy thing that's going to hit our airways. But God damn it, is it just me on these crime shows, you know, uh, uh, the love affairs or the first 48 or all these type of things. You get what I'm getting at? Is it crazy how these motherfuckers never get away? Like never get away. I'm talking about even with American Greed, how some of them boys got some fire fraud plans. And it lasts for about, look, five years, six years, but eventually they get caught. And it just messes my mind up. And it's probably because they just show me this on the TV. Man, them boys never get caught. And I often wonder how, like, you know, if I had to go rob a bank, you heard me ask for the dirty band-aids or the 40 band-aids. Or if I had to do, like, a goddamn assassin-like hit. Man, how would I do that and not get caught? Knowing all I know, what I know now from watching all these shows, you're going to get caught. <laughs> I say, whoa, welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. It's your man, Aldo Night. It's your boy, Raj Move. Uh, your boy, Los, a.k.a. C.A.P. Hey, man, I'm telling you right now. I've been, um, I, I got regular cable, but I also got blue TV, uh, Mooka Vision, mm-hmm. um, Diamond Diamond Vision, Mooka Tube. Shout out. Um, you know, but it's one of those things where it's like some, you know, barely legal cable situation where you're able to, and look, holler at me, inbox me, I'll tell you all about it. Cheap, 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 cheap. All the channels, pay-per-views, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, you set up your favorite channels, and most of my favorite channels are Investigation Discovery, um, A&E. Um, all of these things that show true crime, true stories, yeah. true this, true that. Yeah, I, I'm with Rumble. That's all I watch. Like sometimes I I go on a YouTube deep dive on like a whole wormhole behind those little shows, especially if they out of any place I know or been before. Especially if they have them in Shreveport or something like that. I I watch them things for hours, bro. And the the, the funny part to me is I be thinking the same thing. Oh, he should have did this. Or he should have did that. But then, too, to in the time, be like they 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 were not gonna show you the ones who got away. That part, they're not gonna part. show you that. Except it's for DB Cooper, who- DB Cooper is the only one. The dude who so say jumped out the plane and stole the money, and nobody ever knows who he is. That's the only one yeah. I know of. And maybe the yeah. Zodiac killer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, they they're not. It's very it's very man. rad. All the all the police. But other than that, <laughs> they're not gonna really show you. <laughs> police get away with it. <laughs> I'm not going to show you the ones that get that away. Like I, I, <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> but they're not going to this, go this, this rumble that showed up this week is my favorite rumble. Um, my favorite <laughs> version of rumble. Uh, I, I will say that I'm in the minority on this and that I don't really watch that much crime TV. But it seems as though uh, that when I go to friend's house, that's what's on TV. Mm. No doubt. Like, it's, I can I can predict it in the future that someone will have 
a crime show. They I, I think. It, oh, go ahead. They would, well, I'm low, so I was just saying they wouldn't have so many stations if that many people didn't watch it. That's all. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's because everybody be wanting to know, and secretly, if they want to do a crime, how could they get away with it? It's uh-huh. interesting to see what I would have done differently. You know what I'm saying? My favorite one is First 48. Um, I just like to see how hard boys come in there until they tell them them years. Hmm. And then that boy, <laughs> then that boy get the, it was Tony. It was. <laughs> except for, <laughs> except for one cat. I'm going to always remember this, man. Shout out this podcast brought to you by Jay Harry. Um, he was living in Atlanta at the time. This was like 2000 and probably eight. Or it might have been after that. It might have been like 2011 or something, 12. Sometime, sometime around then. Um, I'm sorry. It was about 2008. I, I keep going back and forth, but it was about 2008. This is one episode of the 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 first 48 with this guy named Benito Santiago, and I, I I don't remember what the whole thing was. Like they shot up these people and they killed this husband and the wife, like a dude and his wife, in front mm-hmm. of their kid, and they the kid fingered him like as that was the that's the dude who did it. And boy, they went to pick him up. His whole family was on the porch like, ah, nah, he ain't going nowhere. This was in Miami. He ain't going nowhere. Nah, blah, blah, blah. I mean, they brought that boy in there, gave him that time. That boy was like, man, fuck him and her. And I should have killed that little girl too. <laughs> on the t- I was like, that's the most. Like me and Jason talk about that to this day about like, God damn. Not everybody is, is got all the marbles, Los. <laughs> Not of them running well, from them years, couldn't. Yeah, well, that's true. Uh, the one dude I know, uh, I ain't gonna call his name because he might get out and listen to this. But uh, I went to high school with him, and he was talking to a little chick that was at the high school we went to. <laughs> nah, <laughs> but uh, he um he ended up he put it to the, he put it to the high school. I just watched Peppermint on Netflix. That might be. He he put up to the high school and and, and let loose on her. Mm. Um, now, mind you, he was he my age. This was 2010. I knew exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Oh, so <laughs> no, she was not. in high school and he was like uh, 20, 20, what? like 27, 28. Yeah, about like 29, something like that, because he was older than me. But uh, put up to, and shot at the high school and he ran around Shreveport or whatever and they pulled up on him, like, man, why you doing? Man, she just can't be, he had a wife, kids, and everything. You can't, you can't be ignoring me like that. You just can't be ignoring me like that. Fuck this shit. Hey. Can't play with people like that. Yeah, hey. yeah. I mean, and I, I, I know we went a little dark with it right there, but just kind of like those shows, it, it, it feeds into our dark nature, especially first forty-eight as humans, like mm-hmm. our dark nature to see to be close to some crime and close to some drama mm-hmm. and close to death, but far mm-hmm. enough away from it because it's on your TV and whatever. Like yeah. it's, it's an interesting exercise to see the people, to see the situations that lead to mm-hmm. somebody getting killed. How little stuff ends up being big stuff a lot of times. Yeah. To to borrow some uh, words from Roger, and um, but the diversity of those shows is what comes to my mind, bro. Like snapped for the chicks who just go ham Ooh. or murderous. They got like murderous women, and then they got like killer twins. Like yeah. I, I kill in the family. They got like crazy yeah. stuff, like family killers. They got. Just parent so killing kids. Uh, yeah. What? Killer kids that, is one. Yeah. They got so yeah. many different iterations of these same shows. Netflix periodically comes up. You know what Netflix does? Just to kind of change the subject a little bit. They're true tr- crime dramas. And I, and I just think this about everywhere. Maybe not just Netflix. Um, Another genre that is like one of my favorites is the this person got sent to jail and they've been in jail for um 
a long time and they didn't actually do it and let's reopen oh, the yeah. case and go and explore that for six episodes i'm all about yeah. that type of shit yeah mm. that's that's super interesting too because you you'd you be like dang you get to see why they end up going to jail like the the da and the police they were lazy and they just say you know what it's close enough fuck it you're going or, or they kind of matched or something you know they might have been to the house before it's all kind of stuff they have my people going to jail and they ain't had the money to get no good lawyer and you know the, the little corner a court appointed lawyer was like, "Man, look, <laughs> take them here, take these years, bro." <laughs> Big facts. Big facts. Speaking <laughs> of the legal system, man, I'm just gonna say this, man. Uh, my brother in law came home yesterday, man. Yesterday, shout as out in, as in Word. tomorrow, but yesterday, man, that man came home shout yesterday, out, man. Yeah, man, it's a real thing, man. Right in um, right in time for Christmas, man. Um, and if you haven't already, pause the podcast right now. You listen every week. You are our our. Our supporters, man. I, I know it's multiple ones of y'all out there. Just press pause real quick and go to YouTube and go ahead on and check out 16 Christmas Gifts for Him on the Best Friend Weekend YouTube. Subscribe yep. to the Best Friend Weekend YouTube if you haven't already done so. And if you have already done so, still, whatever, I want you to, to bookmark that, Smash whatever that you like want to do. Press like. Um, mm. I, I want to have more Just than a few like likes. one time. Yeah, one time. And send it to... And twice would be a problem. Pressing one time. Yeah, twice um, would dislike us. Um, go ahead on and copy paste. Send it to somebody. Say, look, these are 16 Christmas gifts. Best friend weekend is suggesting that you go out and get for your guy. Send it to your old lady if you're a dude. If you're a mm-hmm. young lady, we did the work for you. Just look at it. And it's exactly what your guy wants um, for Christmas this year. You still got time. Go ahead mm-hmm. on and check that out. Um, and, and, and it's best friend weekend. Bringing that to you live and direct, man, like we like to do it. Bang, bang. And because you know what? More than anything, I don't like putting videos and editing and doing all of that and having one or two um, likes. You know what that would do? That burns my boudin. Let me tell you some other things that burn my boudin this week. And the first thing that burns my boudin this week is personalized hashtags on Instagram. Facebook, for that Mm. matter, too. Um... If you don't know how what I'm referring not, to, but go ahead, Raj. How was that not in the early days of burning your boudin? I don't know. I've never <laughs> said it. That's one of the largest ones. I've never said it. I've never said it. Huh. Yeah. Uh, I don't um, like that either. <laughs> and I think the only reason you said that, why didn't that come up earlier? Is because you wholeheartedly agree with, <laughs> with that one. <laughs> um, Conceptually, I was just looking at Facebook. The, I mean, Instagram the other day. And somebody was like, hashtag minding my business, hashtag living life like it's golden. And then I went look and I saw that on like the last 20 posts that they have. On the flip side, on the flip side of that. That used to I be mean, a I'm thing, sitting, though. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about this. I don't, well, that was never a thing in my, in my life. Um, but let me tell you, let me tell you what. Fat boy, I think swag, jet setter. <laughs> Yeah, that's hilarious. Hashtags are made for like um, for me to for other people with like, like you know what I'm saying. Like if I if I post um, best friend weekend, it could be a general hashtag for people that are having a best friend weekend. Mm-hmm. Like and other people see, oh look what other people are doing on their best friend weekend. Let me do that. That's what I think hashtags are for in general. Or like if I'm cooking corn, I could put hashtag corn or yeah. corn pudding. Oh, that's funny because you just described the two uses of hashtags that they're actually supposed to be useful <laughs> exactly but what i will say though is i do like whenever people have like they got married and they got a hashtag uh, and so like cool. those hashtags categorize you that you were at the wedding so if it's like mm-hmm. a from know, 
from oh. um from Roger to Green. I got you. Yeah, but that's not yeah. a good one. But yeah. <laughs> from Green um, to Yellow. Yeah, something like that. Right? <laughs> Trying not to get loose in this world. <laughs> they had a bunch of other niggas out there, but I went with Aldo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> those, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Those, I like those. Uh, yeah, and I like them when it's ironic, just ironic enough to make a lot of sense when it's with their last names. I just don't like when it's becoming Miss, um, Miss becoming Williams. It's like okay. I get it. You're becoming Williams. You didn't spend. Like, shout out to CNH. Um, his was caught in trafficker or something like that. Like, oh, yeah. I forgot it was something about. As it should be. Traffic. <laughs> which his next one's going to be the same thing. So, shout wow. out. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, that's, that, that was a little while. Which is... Wow. Wow. <laughs> We're going to let His next one's going to be his last one. Okay, make your first one your worst one, huh? Your your next one your last one, all that good stuff, man. But no, like I I get it, but I just don't like when people do it for no apparent reason and it's not cool. Like when they just, whatever. Some of them kind of are cool. Like, you know, you you look at celebrities like 50 Cent who's like Branson Cognac on everything or whatever it is. Get the strap. That's a reason. Yeah, get the strap is his like... LOL thing. That's his his personal one. And the Branson Cognac is kind of a, a, a thing, but for the most part, he's doing that because he's a celebrity. I just, I think it's the regular people thing that bothers celebrities me. Celebrities can right. do that. Celebrities yeah. can create a hashtag. I got a, I got a homeboy, and I'm not gonna say his name, but Los, you know, but Los, Los is his name. But Los is his me, name. Los is not his name, but I'm saying Los just gave a description of somebody that did some wild in his hometown, and yeah. that's enough. You know, I think is enough for him to get mad at. So I'm gonna do the same. Um, <laughs> I got a homeboy that got one that's life of a life of a rich crack baby. And and he's the only person that because I clicked on it because he's the only person that posts that he does that's that funny. every time. That's funny. I, I really don't click on hashtags like that. You got to get on the comments and the hashtags, man. That's where it's I'm, I'm, well, I'm on comments. I, I got, I'm good. On Twitter, now. like on Twitter, whenever I have my people in my programs, um, like posting pictures, they always go to a hashtag so that we can go ahead on and click it and find it. When I go to these teacher yeah. conferences, it'll be like CS Educational Week 2020. And if you mm-hmm. go to that hashtag, you can see all of the posts and all of whatever. Right, yeah. And at these conferences, like they'll they'll be like post using that hashtag, and then we're gonna mm-hmm. raffle off something. And I didn't want things just based on using little hashtags. So I mean, there are actual uses, nerd uses, real uses. <laughs> <laughs> Not like oh shit, but I mean, obviously, I, I put hashtag Best Friend Weekend on every one of the posts on Best Friend Weekend, and oh, I yeah. occasionally um, search the post Best Friend Weekend. And if I see somebody doing some cool stuff, I have like a um, a copy paste message that's like, "Oh, I see you guys are having a best friend weekend. Looks cool. DM, DM us should, for collaborations. Yeah, or not even that. Like, if you need some gear for your next best friend weekend, holler at us and check out the podcast. And it's just a copy that paste a, that I'll go in messages. Yeah, that was a joke. So the DM us for collaborations thing happens under like, oh, like if if you post funny. like if a girl posts a bathing suit picture. She's oh yeah, that is collaborations. I actually um, speaking of Chase. <laughs> At one point, oh, what a CNH's people posted a I posted a best friend weekend picture in a bathing suit, and I reposted mm-hmm. it on on the page, and they went to the best friend weekend page's post. It was like DM us for opportunities, <laughs> like like oh whoa whoa what are we talking about? I have nothing you want. 
No opportunity that you're looking forward to. Man, let me tell you another thing that burns <laughs> my Buddha this week. Um, being in a relationship with someone who you hate their social media presence. That would burn my Buddha. And more specifically, it's a question. Could you be in a relationship with someone who you hate their social media presence? Or is it or is it that important in 2020 where it's just as important as their real self that you see every day? It has it it uh, so being a part of this podcast, we are very critical of people's social social media presence. I could not be with someone that had a whack social media presence. Cuz if it's non-existent, then I'm cool. If it's promotional, then I'm cool but if it's whack and you just posting memes all the time that's ain't funny like that kind of then we we just ain't gonna make it i think it's I'll, another I'll, another microcosm of little things mean big things like that you're not gonna be with that person and it's gonna be bigger than just their social media presence oh i, I wouldn't care if it was whack now if you out there busting it wide open every time i turn around that we got a problem but if it's whack i just wouldn't follow you uh this <laughs> is really simple for me uh, I don't, you know, now you out there busting open, making OnlyFans posts on there. I got your ass shaking on there every time. You know, that's that's a problem maybe. But um, for you to have a whack one, I wouldn't give a damn. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm, I think I'm, and um, not to not to team up with Roger um, and have a different opinion than Los. Not as I'm fucking. <laughs> 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 We're not starting last week again. But um, I I do agree with Roger on this one in that. I've thought about that. Like, yeah, I get your point about the OnlyFans or whatever, but I think that that's kind of an extreme that um, that would have to be something like, I mean, I'm not Sauce Walker. I'm not that that um, confident in my myself to be like, yeah. oh, my old lady could just be doing OnlyFans videos and shit like yeah. that. That's not, that's not a thing, but that's extreme. I'm just talking about, like Raj said, like whack post or like a whole, like posting seven times a day with two likes on each one. And but the whole like oh. following ten thousand people only getting followed oh, by three hundred for life. <laughs> oh yeah, DC four L. DC four L. <laughs> <laughs> ain't gonna make it, baby. Yeah, I just, I, those things me. to me, Los. I think in twenty twenty, your social media persona is is it's it's important. It's who you are. It's your like just as just as much as your in person persona, your social media persona is something that people will look at, will care about will be like, will judge based upon. And if your old lady got one that's whack, they're like, oh man, cut your shit whack. Your old lady whack. That's your what they mean. I mean, I, I, all, all she just don't give a damn about social media like that. Like No, but she I does because she posts 10 yeah, times. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm yeah, saying okay. Post on, I'm saying a whack post on yeah. social media. She, now, she like, posts 10, I'd be like, hey man, that shit's stupid. Stop that. Nobody <laughs> laughing at this stuff. Look, I'll say I that. Mean, but it, it wasn't in a relationship. You look dumb. Well, I'm I not think, following her. Oh, damn. I those, just wouldn't follow that her. That might end the relationship right there. If you unfollow yeah, her when she posted 10 times a day. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Okay. If she, look. It do I, have, I think it do have something deal. to do with you. Stop lying, Lowe's. If she wanted Listen, to have something to do with you, it got something to do with you. That, now, you ain't, you ain't wrong when you're right about that. <laughs> I, think if, I, think if, I think if I was in a relationship with someone that had an occasional whack post, like I'm saying, like a whack post every three months, I could deal with that. Yeah. I could deal with that, but I can't deal with a, a habitual poster. Um, whack, whack poster. poster. Yeah, okay. I can't. But I mean, I could deal with. I just like I'm not following you because your page is absolutely stupid. 
<laughs> so you're just going to give us the opportunity to clown your lady in our uh, group text? That's, long, long, you don't want that. Long, long as she not whack in real life? Whatever. But she, but she is be. She would be. There's no way you could be whack on social media and not whack in real life. I don't think but so. She is, Maybe. She is. <laughs> <laughs> she is. If you whack on social media, you're terrible in real life. That's, you got to know. be. Because I think social media is such a reflection of your decision making. You've decided to post that. And it's stupid, and nobody likes it, and it's dumb. <laughs> and why would you post that? Like, what well, if your old lady it, was one of the people who posted like those old people getting their arm caught in a machine, like oh, stuff? Yeah, nah, like, that, that, like, I would like, dog. Come stop on, it. man, what you doing, old lady? I repost everything from the shade room. Well, everything they do, you post it on your page. I'm just gonna keep it a hundred. Yeah. What made me think about this was somebody I know, and they dude is like they dude always be posting like. Man, why y'all voted for um Biden? Like, hotel shit. Like, why y'all voted for Biden? He ain't nothing but another cracker who going blah, blah, blah. And it's all... I'm like, you're a professional woman who who interacts with multicultural people who has a, a name in, in a certain industry. And you over here connecting yourself and tying yourself up to somebody who sounds like a stupid ass, a dumb hotel on How many social media. Get? He gets, like... He'll, he'll get, like, maybe on... This is Facebook. I would say about 20 likes and then like about 20 comments from other hotels who are like, yeah, man, that's real. Oh, well, his, his shit popping. <laughs> 20 and 20? 20, 20, 20 and 20, 20. popping. Nigga, nothing is popping about, about 2020. 2022. So, I, 2020 is popping. I, I don't disagree with y'all, but popping <laughs> don't necessarily mean live. What I just said is the thing was oh, yeah. who, who, who you hate their social media presence. Oh, I don't okay. care how popping uh, it is. I hate pop- it. If your girl was, was <laughs> well, maybe she don't hate, Lauren, but she don't hate it though. She, oh, man, in real life, when I didn't ran it with her, she like I, I don't like it. I hate it. Oh, oh my bad. He just be saying that for online. She sound like you, Los. When you just maybe maybe <laughs> maybe she maybe if she was smart, she just flag his page every day. Why? It's inappropriate. <laughs> just flag it so they take it down. That is funny. Dog. My, <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it's, it has so much to do with decision making and and re, and a reflection of you as the partner. If your partner is, um, po- I think that most couples post similarly, especially if they follow each other. I think your posts are going to be similar to one another. I think so. Dang. Like the type. Can you imagine, of uh, can you imagine a, a two household habitual poster? Like oh, wow. everybody in the house. But at like, least they're the same, though, now. right? Most? Yeah, so they they wouldn't hate it. Jesus that's Christ! Fun. It's yeah, a lot I mean, of internet. I, that's like if um, what you call it? <laughs> if Joe Battle lived with. <laughs> oh shit! And it was forty nine as life insurance, right? That's what I'm gonna get all day. In the house. <laughs> hey man, let me tell you the last thing that burns my boot at this week. Man, when your dog move, man, that burned my booty, man. God, man. I'm not, I can't put everybody business out there because it ain't my business to tell. And that's, that's my, that's my mantra. We had a conversation earlier about not t- telling your own business and not other people's business. That boy going already? Oh, uh, I'm, I'm, hey, we're not going, we're not going, we're not going to dip and dive into it, but. They don't know um, who talking about. You know, all I'm going to say is this, and this is a question that. You know, Raj and I were talking about because I haven't, you know, had been privy to a conversation, a one-on-one conversation yet. Um, and pro- by the time this podcast airs, I probably will. Um, but my question is, and Raj, you can run a little bit of the backstory about BFW 
And then I want to have like a, a little bit of a grown up conversation like we were having earlier about what are the conditions for you moving. And um, Raj, go ahead. Run the BFW story for those of you who may not have been here since day one. So um, it, <clears throat> uh, man, that's boy, that's real hard not to not to tag somebody to that. So anyway, oh no, we uh, can talk mutual... about we can talk about that person. I'm talking about the person who moving. Well, you can talk about that oh, person. This time. Yeah, I got you. Uh, uh, so yeah, so uh, shout out, shout out to uh, the Graham Store. Graham Store moved to China. Big moves. Um, didn't see that one coming, but it came, and and so uh, you know, in that man's absence, uh, <laughs> pause. In that man's absence, uh, you know, I, I found uh found a, found a new best friend that I didn't know that I didn't know um you know I didn't know was out there, but was right under my nose, and and so we started mm. to uh we started to everything can't be gay, goddammit. I wasn't uh, talking about that. So yeah. So anyway. We was, uh, you know, we just traded cities, you know. <laughs> traded cities. Okay, no, stop. The boys was trading. Oh, y'all was trading cities, huh? Yeah, trading, huh? Knew them boys was gay. So started trading cities, started hanging out in each other's city, you know, yeah. and started to actually call it a thing. <laughs> um, and that thing was called Best Friend Weekend, uh, which is, you know, what, what manifested this this podcast. So mm-hmm. that's kind of the backstory, the short, short story. So if anybody oh, ever asked you for um for for the million dollar question how did best friend week it was it was it was a um, tongue in cheek spiteful response to our mutual best friend moving to China <laughs> so we was like you know what we're each other's best friend oh <laughs> 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 um, so yeah all of that to say with our other homeboy leaving and moving um it got us to thinking and having a conversation just about more than anything what are the conditions. That would make you move, specifically the conversation Raj and I were having about from a major city to a not so major city, to like a smaller town. Like what would what would need to happen for you to go from like, let's say Houston or Denver to let's pick a place like. um, I don't know. Shreveport, is that a is that a good? I, I know Shreveport, right. Shreveport, your hometown. That's not a really good example because of that. Um you know, there's other things. Yeah, I'm from there. Mobile. You know, Mobile. Mobile. Uh, had to make yeah to move back home. It had to be a whole lot for me to move back home. Well, I, I would home. say it has to be a combination of far and kind of whatever, because that's what we're that's what we're kind of. I, I just feel like about. Mobile, Alabama is perfect. Meridian, Mississippi. I got another one that's coming to mind right now, like a um, like a a, a Bloomington, Indiana, Ooh. Des Moines, Iowa, even. Yeah. You know, like. Like, I mean, whatever. Not to say that those cities are bad because we don't want to put it like those cities are bad. They're just not one of like the top tens. It's not um, New York, L.A., Atlanta, um, Houston, you know what I mean? Chicago, Miami, whatever, whatever these cities are. And it's not even that second tier of New Orleans, Austin, um, San Jose, San Diego, whatever, like whatever these Seattle. Yeah. So what would what would what would you need? I mean, because I think we all have something that we would need. Does it start with just money? Does it start with like opportunity? Where do you start with? And I guess, Raj, you've had a little bit of time to ponder on this and sit on it a little bit more than Los. So I'll let you kind of take the lead on it. What would, what would be some things that you would need? I think it would be, for me, it's got to be a combination of things. So like mm-hmm. it can't just be money, you know, it's got to be money and opportunity because I'm not going to just move to a place where, oh, I'm going to make more money, but I'm moving away 
from the headquarters of a of a major corporation that I work for. Like so I gotta have money and opportunity or money and family or opportunity and family. I gotta have a combination of the desirable traits of moving somewhere uh in order for me to move to a smaller uh a, a smaller place. Um so that's I mean I, I guess that's that's my answer. Somewhere between opportunity, money and family, um that I would have to and I guess I guess if there was you know, um, like it, within that family portion, it's not just being close to family. That could be, um, like, like I can afford a house to support the amount of family that I have in this area instead of the area that I'm in. Uh, that could be, that could be a factor too, but I think it would have to be, uh, in, in combination with something else. You mean like cost of living when you say it like that way? I do mean cost of living. Um, but I also mean maybe like space. Like okay. if, if I can, oh, I can get an acre, a house on an acre here when normally in Denver, I can get a house on a fourth of an acre in, in my budget. Okay. So, I mean, I saw, I saw mm. a little dude that I know from Lauraville, um, and he's living in somewhere, Oklahoma, somewhere off the, just a town I've never heard of, but it kind of, my point, my thought was like, oh, he's from Lauraville. So he pro- that probably doesn't really bother him a bunch to go to like anywhere, Oklahoma. Cause you come from mm. a very small, like. Like yeah. no, I mean Lauraville is like probably eight hundred people or something like that. I don't know how many people live in Lauraville, but like if you're used to that, then you could get an acre of land somewhere else that's I don't know cleaner and not not the south. Then maybe you'll take that. Um, so I so we're going with money, career opportunity is what I'm thinking. You went with that career opportunity, family, and I think that we should bundle the fourth thing with location mm-hmm. because what well, was well, city. Right, because I I know we're the the premise of what I'm saying is moving from a big city to a, a place that you might not be as a desirable city. But I think if we're just putting all of these things on a scale of like all of these things get a rating and we rate the pros and cons or give them all a, a scale score, I think city is like one of them. Right. Well, you it depends know? on what you're still trying to do. Um, mm-hmm. If you're just gonna be a, re- a regular dad and just sit around and chill and you do regular people stuff, city, you know. If you like, say you are avid golfer, or you just you just the your biggest thing you want to do is fish, right? Uh, you not you know, but you're not a real big town okay. person. Like you, okay. you don't really get out and so recreational. You saying recreational? Yeah, like so. You, I mean, I'm just saying those. Is that who you are? You may be a homebody. You don't need all that. Some people don't need all those things. But you know right, I, mean? those, I think that that adds to city, right? If if the city is the city for yeah. you, yeah. Like, oh yeah, to match yeah, you. yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah. How the city but fits that's, you, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like for me, it'd be hard to leave here and go somewhere small because I've been here for so long. Like, I, it, 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 it'll be totally different for me. It's rough even when I go home sometimes. I'd be like, all right, trying to get on back. Oh, man, but, it's so hard to go back. You, you think it's hard to go back to Shreveport? Boy, it's so hard to go back to New Iberia. <laughs> Raj, I know you're feeling it now probably the, the first time in your life feeling it to this extent whenever you man. go home. I mean, yeah, I, I I felt it. So like, you know, my last time going home, it being in a city right now ain't the same as being in a city a year ago. You yeah, know? yeah, because of yeah COVID, because of COVID and whatnot. But yeah, for sure. Let's say last year, whenever I went home, um, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm licking my chops to get back to the city to <laughs> be able to do something, you know, like to just to, yeah. to have options. Yeah, yeah, because in the B, there's no options like. Not even really like I feel like the food options are even dwindling back home. Like I, I got it's Caribbean ice or nothing. Yeah, you know, 
Chinese yeah. and, and, and and Mexican, and that's all they got. It's rough. It's rough. You go. You. I mean, it's only. It's only so many days you can sit. It should be closed early. No, I bury it. Should be yeah. closed early too. Like, like I'm talking Talk about with like, your folks and stuff. like McDonald's closed at nine. Yeah, you be like, hold like, on, man, it ain't nothing but it's nine thirty. Why the uh, why Southern Classic ain't open? Exactly. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little, it's a little different, man. You know, so you know, three, four days, you be like, all right, mama. I think Los, <laughs> you put more, you put more um, depth to the idea of location because I think it needs to be like location and how that fits you, like the. And I think it's yeah. about like hobbies and and just kind of lifestyle of the area, yeah. lifestyle of yeah. the area of the city is I think yeah. a big thing. Because and where you came from, yeah, right. yeah. I mean, because like let's say you're from, um, let's say you're from Houston. Mm-hmm. All so all your family's there. Mm-hmm. You like to go out to little um to bars, um black mm-hmm. bars, and do whatever and stuff like Prospect Park. That's like your favorite mm-hmm. thing. And mess with a whole bunch of and have a whole bunch of little um stuff going yeah. on in these streets, like mm-hmm. Houston, and your family like is like oh I already said your family. You're mm-hmm. in oil and gas, so like that's here. You got a good job in oil and gas, and then mm-hmm. what's the fourth thing, Raj? Um, you said the and money, right? And you're making a bunch of money. Then Houston might be a a forty out of forty, like each one of those in a scale of one to ten. It might be a forty mm-hmm. out of a forty city for you, right? Yeah. But if you take away one of those things, like well, my family's kind of here, but they're not here, or maybe I don't mm-hmm. have the opportunity here for growth, or I'm not making a lot of money, mm-hmm. then you can maybe say I'm I can move to Generate because I like to fish, and that's the mm-hmm. most important thing, and it's yeah. further. Or you, you don't my, mind, f- yeah, yeah. Or you don't mind, you you like you can deal with it. Long as whenever you get off, you can make the it like like distance too. So if I can make that drive back to Houston and still turn up, you know, having my little schedule go when I want to, I'm making that big money when I want to go play with that big money and spend it mm. and come out here and have a good time. If I can still get out here in under a certain amount of hours on my driving, Absolutely. you know, then that, that that could still be a thing. You know, okay, because you know sometimes they had that that two weeks on up, they go for a month and come back a month. Yeah. So if you, I think with uh, it depends on whatever your you know your career is, and if 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 the pay is up there, you know, where the opportunity is there, and you're moving up in the company, or whatever, and you know the money matches, man. You know? Like we were talking about um, Austin as like just a city. Like if somebody moved to Austin, if one of us had to move to Austin, I don't think that'd be such a culture shock because you'd be like, oh no, that's like an hour and a half, two hours away. Like I'm, you're still I'm, not living in Houston, and it's not the best yeah. thing, but you can get back yeah. and forth. Like it's not and like I'm a, coming to Austin though. Yeah. I'm coming to Austin. <laughs> Boys is in Austin. We pulling up. Um, yeah. So so it's a thought exercise because you know when I was having this discussion, um, a lot of people only bring up one of those aspects. You know, we we just talked about lifestyle of the city. We talked mm-hmm. about family, and family can mean a lot. Mm-hmm. Low. So like if you like if you're from Shreveport but you're in Dallas, that's still high on my family meeting yeah. to me. Because yeah, you're close you to that. your family, right? Like yeah, you can get back and forth. Even yeah. even Houston to um, Shreveport means family. Like you can mm-hmm. get back and forth. Um, like your mobility or your ability to to do more in your occupation that you want to be in. The thing you want to do, mm-hmm. you can do yeah. it there. And then, mm-hmm. but people only usually hone in on the fourth one, which is money. They always say, mm-hmm. "I'll move for money," because when I started having this conversation, and everybody was mentioning to me like. Well, would you move? You'd move for like an extra fifty thousand dollars, and I and I it's it's funny to me, right? 
that everybody's so different that I think people's value of money and how money runs their life and how money mm-hmm. is a, a thing is so different for so many people. You could not get me to move to any old city for an extra $50,000. As a matter of fact, you can't make me move out of Houston for another $50,000. That's not enough money. Mm-hmm. That doesn't that that money is not enough money to make me move. Um yeah. like there's Because you value but you value so much I value other so stuff much other stuff exactly. That that, that 50 I'm not 500 you know, uh-huh. no, uh, and you know what's the funny thing? Like, Los, you're a little bit more privy to my financial situation and kind of how things go. A hundred's not enough. A hundred's not true. enough. Uh, yeah. A hundred's yeah. not enough because you yeah. got to think about all of the streams of it's, revenue that that, that, that you got. Yeah, yeah and a hundred thousand is just not. It's not going to make me just move because that's uprooting my life for an arbitrary number. Um, and I just Ooh. don't think that. But I think that money. Is the one that everybody wants to talk about, but I don't think yeah. it's, it's that because just as important are opportunities for upward mobility in your job. And it's mm-hmm. just kind of like that trade off of can I be away from Ooh. family and friends and such or, you know, be, lifestyle. You and, have all that money and be depressed. <laughs> <laughs> not everybody. Not everybody. Some people. That's uh, a lot of money to be for because you got a lot of the way, the way we move and stuff. Yeah. Like your outside your money is where you get. A lot of it happening. I mean, you we love money and all that stuff, but the things you do and what the city has to bring and the location that we live in, all those things help bring you happiness and peace. And I, if I don't have my happiness and peace, bro, I ain't, you know, I don't, I don't, you really can't put a number on that sometimes. It's crazy because it's like, do, could you make twice as much and go live back in your hometown? And I'm like, Ooh. okay, I make twice as much. I go live in my hometown. It'll be really cheap to live there. I'll be really close to my, my mama and um, whatever. But I would be what? leaving every weekend trying to every go chance somewhere. I, get. <laughs> that, I was thinking that. And, I'll and, spend all my money on airplane flight. I would do it. I, if if it was double of what I'm making now, I would move back home and I would just be moving around a lot. Like I'm saying, but, I'm <laughs> saying every single weekend I'm off. Or every, it don't even matter. If I'm off for two days, I'm out. Man. I'm out. Like if I got two days consecutively off, I'm going somewhere. We know a lot of people like that friends. from our hometown who always showing off like pictures in Atlanta, pictures in DC, yeah. pictures in um Houston. P- Houston most I got a cousin like that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 who y'all? Hey man, what? Is that my phone talking to me? Stop it. Oh no, it's my wow. watch. Okay. Relax. Watch. My Apple Watch. Relax. Oh uh, <laughs> There you go. There all in my bu- all in my business. <laughs> Did you say you're moving? We have. I, I pull up my Instagram. It's nothing but um, U-Haul and everything else. Nah, ready, the, ready yeah. to go right now, huh? Movers, <laughs> three brothers. <laughs> so I mean, like like we said, you know, formally and um, whatever. It's we firmly believe in the idea of, um, and I do specifically, of doing what's right for you. Um, just kind of mm-hmm. mapping out the pros and cons of things. Ooh, um, and I mean, I would. I would definitely <laughs> street for four hundred thousand. Yeah, nah, I can't do it. I can't move to there. Like Raj, Ooh, we I'm we hurt. are we are different in that regard. I can't go to the B for that. Um, and it, hurt, it, boy. Just 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 how everything currently set up, I can't do it. Um, maybe at one point in my life, absolutely. At twenty four, I ain't got no friends at home like that no more. <laughs> I, I could go. That's funny. Oh yeah, thirty. My nah, not my age. Los, you just made a a, a, a an ex an ex. Um, extremely important point to me. Raj, family means 
family and friends to me. Mm -hmm. So Raj, if you move from Denver to Houston, I think you wouldn't feel like you're losing anything. I think you'd feel like you were gaining family and friends. Like that would be, it would go up, right? I'm going to be honest with you. Like I have no clue why... I haven't moved to Houston yet. Like seriously, <laughs> like, like no, but like, like I mean, I'm I'm being serious. Like, Denver came, the opportunity to move to Denver came, and I took it because I and 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 what I would tell people just just uh, long story short is that I just was tired of passing up opportunities, and I just I that was the opportunity that I decided to take. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the opportunity to Houston, it pretty much is always there. Like it's it's. It's kind of, it's kind of easy to move to Houston. I feel like everybody gave Houston a try. Like mm-hmm. everybody changed their Facebook. Their Facebook lives into Houston at one point in time. <laughs> and I never gave it a try. And I feel like if I would have, I would have stayed because it would have been fun. Mm-hmm. No doubt. And I think even to this day it would still be fun. And um and yeah, for sure, yeah, if I moved to Houston it would be not I, as fun yeah, as it would it would have not as fun as it used to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like in regards no, but it to would how- still be it would be it would be more fun. It's so so I have friends in Denver, right? Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think that I have, I don't think that I have like the uh, the level of friends that I have in Houston. So like, if mm-hmm. I would have moved to Houston, I would yeah, sure, I would still have friends, but my friends mm-hmm. would be on another level. Like to say that they would be family. Like yeah. I would mm-hmm. legitimately have lifelong friends in gotcha. Houston. Yeah, I mean the thing about Houston is we're definitely. We make it a point to like to build community. Like we we talk about things yeah. in regards to where we're going to be living in the next ten years and the fifteen years, and mm-hmm. who's going to live in what part of the city. And we make it a point to every son have traditions where we go watch the Saints on a certain day, or we'll link up yeah. for other events, or smoke some cigars whenever. Like we'll have we'll have events that we kind of plot and plan as friends that become yeah. family. And I think that Raj, when we broke up all of those things. Um, and I know this isn't like probably on the front of your mind, like it's time for Raj to move. Um, but just kind of considering the the idea, I think that city, Denver may fit you better than Houston. Like with all mm-hmm. of the things like you like to do, like flag football yeah. and um, just kind of outdoorsy and being mm-hmm. a little bit away from stuff. And um, I don't know, just kind of like the, the way that Denver moves. I think you might like that. Um, but I think yeah. the family aspect, when you put it down, I think it would be a lot higher ranked in Houston. Then Denver, mm-hmm. family friends aspect, and then it would be bought down to to, um, to money and chance for upward mobility, which in your profession yeah. I think can do you can do things in different places. So I think that that's a it, it would be an interesting just like talking that's piece. That's a great for you. point. Um, that's a great point. I, I think Denver really fits him. Uh, yeah. But what's cool about Denver, Raj, in like the big picture, is that you moved to Denver. You didn't you mm-hmm. didn't move to um to um like somewhere that's off the beaten path. Because a, a yeah. thing to consider is if you're a certain driving distance away, it's almost better to move to a bigger city that just has a close airport. Like Denver mm-hmm. is fine because we can just fly there. But if you had moved to like, I don't know, something closer than Denver, but not close to a major airport, it'd be hard to go to Lubbock and see you, which is still in Texas. It'd be yeah. harder for us to go hang out with you in Lubbock than in um, in, yeah. in Denver. But I mean, like I said, if the opportunity was in Lubbock, this shit, that's the opportunity. Like that's that's where it is. And that would be like a high thing. But it's cold as hell out there too. <laughs> I mean, a lot of our a lot of our friends and um and, and listeners have moved to different places before. But it's just an interesting thought exercise because like I said, we're gonna miss our dog. Um but not like they're going nowhere, they're just gonna make it happen, man. Um 
And in the meantime, we will be doing our same thing in Houston, specifically at mm-hmm. Edo Hand Car Wash. From the first 10 minutes of the first conversation on the first episode of the Best Friend Weekend Podcast, we've been telling you about Edo Hand Car Wash. Man, Jay Harry and the fam been servicing, detailing, and shining up y'all cars in East Downtown Houston for as long as we've been doing this podcast. Black owned and operated. Yeah, you heard that right. Black owned and operated. Edo Hand Car Wash has been the standard of an operation that uplifts the community and provides the service that we need every day. A quality hand car wash by good people. Listen, man, if you haven't been there yet, I don't know why. We've been telling y'all for years. What I got to do to convince you? Oh, okay, check it out. I got you. If you show up to the wash and give the discount code Best Friend Weekend or Wash Daddy, you get 10% off your visit. So we're hooking y'all up. Besides that, if you follow them on IG at EADO Hand Car Wash, you can find out which day of the month the Edo's food truck will be popping up. Oh, I didn't mention they had their own recognized and awarded food truck on location with an authentic South Louisiana and Tex Mex menu. Buna and nachos, stuffed bread, crawfish tacos, all that, man. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. Man, stop what you're doing. Go to your Google Calendar, make an event, and plan to come through Edo Hand Car Wash this week. 2919 Leland Street in East Downtown Houston. Edo, revolutionizing the hand car wash experience. If you're looking for a Sunday fun day with some nice little social distance, Everybody got their mask on six feet away with the brass on. (laughs) (laughs) And we got them drinks up, the food truck open, and they washing cars up. Get your shine on. Come down to eat, oh. We all family and we masked up. Man. Hold up. Hold up. (laughs) Eat, oh. We, uh, Jerry made the perfect analogy. He said we went from spending money, spending a bunch of money at Prospect Park one season. To spending mm. less money with less hookah at um, <laughs> at the boot the following two seasons. So now we had to wash every week, making money, chilling, yeah. sitting outside in our own little social distance place, yeah. watching the game. So I mean, if you're in the Houston area, we've been we didn't set up every weekend over the last <laughs> um, three weekends. Every Sunday, we've been at Edo yeah. two nine one nine Leland. Uh, out there selling best friend weekend merch. The food yeah. truck been open. Um, yep. Car wash is open. We just sitting there chilling in a social distance Bumping. fashion, uh, listening to some music, kicking, watching, um, watching, watching the cars. Saints win. Yeah, watching the Saints win, watching the cars go by, man. So feel mm-hmm. free to um, come on. We was watching some football last week, and we were actually talking football last week on yeah. the podcast. We talked about um, Vanderbilt and how they had that kicker, the, the lady kicker, and uh, we kind of had mm-hmm. our heated debate about that. Uh, but I think they found a better kicker for Vanderbilt, man, and. Uh, well, I guess I, I don't know if she could play for Vanderbilt or not or not, but you know, Mara Gomez has become the first <laughs> transgender woman to play in Argentina. So um via, take a via San Carlos striker, Mary Gomez has become the first transgender woman to play football in Argentina this week. Uh, she got the approval to play and started in their seven to one victory. They won seven to one this week. <laughs> well, yeah, how many? Unfair. How many goals did they? I mean, uh, she. I don't know how many quote, goals did they have. Quote is in um, Spanish, so I can't read it. Uh. <laughs> we celebrate and accompany this enormous step on the road to expanding rights. Congratulations! That's what somebody um, gave her a thing. It wasn't magic. It wasn't a gift. It wasn't easy. Um, there was a life of fighting, suffering, and sadness. 
There was a life on the edge of death and a broken heart. Many obstacles had to overcome to revert the, um, the past. This has only just begun. Today I breathe. Today my soul returns to my body. Football came to my life at a time when I really needed it. It came at a time when I was struggling psychologically because of discrimination, exclusion, and I saw this as therapy. I realized that football could be a style of life for me. I I, see, I, I don't see, like men playing. I don't like that though. But see, no no disrespect at all. But what I was no. wondering is what was what was uh, she doing before she got assigned to the Argentine team? Like, was she uh, on the male Argentine team? Like, was she? Like what? 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 What was she doing? Like when? And when was she a good soccer player? Like a good. That's what I. That's yes. male soccer player. And how you know good? Like, like what, what? What? Did you ride the bench and you wasn't that good on the male team? And then he's like, you know what? Stop it. Okay. I'm just saying. Like I, I don't. I don't. If you like, say you're all the professional. It hurts. You can't. Just saying. Dog. You can't. I don't like it, dog. I mean, you could not like it. But like you saying that, like if if Russell Westbrook was actually feeling like he might have wanted to be transgender or somebody, not Russell Westbrook, that might not be a great idea. Um, example. That's extreme. But like somebody who was a little a little soft around the edges actually was feminine. Yeah, and that man just couldn't get on the field. Like I mean, on the court, like somebody in the G League, and that man just said, "You know what? <laughs> Can I go to the WNBA?" Like you said, Raj, what you thought it was? You thought it was just a movie. Yeah, I thought Joanna Man was fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not. Evidently, it is not. Um, I honestly wouldn't have any problem with her coming kick for Vanderbilt, though. No, I mean no. Well, we don't know how good he she is. You're just like those. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think? Uh, you, you, okay, I'll let me. The, no, I'm asking you a very serious question before you go there, Raj. Okay, just I'm very. Ready. This is dead serious anatomy question. Would you believe if the coaches said, no, no, she is the best kicker on campus at Vanderbilt? Would you believe? <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, I, I would I believe it more so than Sarah Fuller. Okay. That's all I needed to know, okay? That's all. Not me. Not me. My question <laughs> is, was she, was she good before? When you took the S off, was she know, good? Bro. I don't know. I, we don't know the answer to that. But my thing is, so, I would be way so more inclined to believe that someone born a man could be the hardest kicker. So you think men are better than women? Wow. Let me let me let me tell you something. <laughs> let me, let me tell, I guess I, I think this wow. is an easy. I think this now, is now all women. Fix. I mean, all men. I think this is an easy fix. I was on. I saw that Amazon today had a pharmacy. Uh, Amazon has a pharmacy, and so I was like, oh, let me check this out. So I, I filled out all my information, and the one of the questions that asked me is. Um, what were you, what gender were you at birth? Mm. I personally think that that's the same question that we should ask people when they decide to compete against other people. Like, per, I I really think that I could shine for the Swedish national women's team, soccer team, or basketball team. Put me on the basketball team. I think I'll be cold. You're like too I short. just personally do, and that's just my confidence. I'm not saying nothing against. I'm not. I'm trying not to say that at least. <laughs> I don't think that it's. I don't think that it's fair. Men and women don't bowl against each. But there's an LPBA and a men's P, or a PBA and an LPBA. Like if 
You get what I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to make. What's a crazy is that, that I was trying to think of sports, Raj. That is probably one example I could think of that men and women are on an equal same field. I wouldn't mind if women played in the men's yeah. bowling championship, but like, they don't. Not, but yeah, that's true. they don't. But they don't. That's cornhole. Well, no, they don't play. Yeah, cornhole. cornhole they could be in the same cornhole. I'm with it. Maybe yeah. not golf. Yeah. Because I think that you know there's Men shorter tees and stuff. Yeah, yeah. stronger yeah. hitting the tees. Yeah. yeah. That kind of thing. But I mean, if, if she if she gets to play from her own, yeah, see that, yeah. Because you think about if a man plays from the the ladies, if he's good, if he's decent, that gives him an advantage. In what sport? That's, that's my thing. In golf. Yeah, yeah, If golf, he gets to golf, move up on the team. Need, yeah, so my, my, but my thing is, even in soccer, you know, you yes, you made the ladies team. I just need to know, were you on the men's team? I don't oh, no, you know. Absolutely I, not. I don't know. That would have been a big, that would be a huge story. Like if. Well, then that's what I don't like that, though. Yeah, Clinton. so you just was regular. It's a regular decent. dude in a mural, Clinton. He was outside playing. Just so now you, you got to go get good and go. I don't like that. That ain't fair to the. It's, in in the words of Raj, Clinton, like one or two of the guys probably who are a few of the guys who hoop with us on at Hollow on Saturdays could probably go play in the WNBA. Yeah, <laughs> right so now. Cue that music up for oh, <laughs> music up. MVP Los. Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Lowe's, a.k.a. C.A.P. would probably be the MVP in the, in the... I'm betting on it. Yeah. In the G League. Oh, no. In the... Uh, <laughs> the Girls League. The Girls League. <laughs> <laughs> the Girls League. I, yeah, man. I, I just... That, that's, that's, that's crazy, man. I don't like you, I, you know what I want to know? I want to know... Do they still, I really want to talk to someone. Like, I really want to talk to somebody that's like... That, that's really passionate about this. Like, I really would love for someone to like chime in on the comments or something like that, just so I could understand mm, how this yeah. is okay. Yeah, I yeah. really do, because I just don't mm. see this as I, I personally, the way that I was raised and everything, I don't see that this is okay, and I want to understand. It ain't about the way I was raised. I just think it's not fair. You still got men's strength. You know what I'm saying? You like, <laughs> like you know, you still. A, I mean, I mean, I understand I, this. What you I, you identify as that, and which is fine. I don't care nothing about that. I get the physics of it. I'm I just saying. Understand why it's you, okay for for I, like I we I think we all understand the physics of it, and we can't ignore it. But I want to yeah. know why it's okay. That's what I want to know. Yeah. Because because of mental. our culture right now, because our culture is yeah. such that we want to be accepting of people's like the same reason why Raj on the one podcast you said um, under somebody's name and said his, her, she, him, he, her, whatever. Like their pronouns, pronoun. gender pronoun, their pronoun. pronouns and yeah. stuff. Like that there is a, a place in our society where we're politically correct. We want to be inclusive of mm-hmm. all people, which isn't a bad thing. But I think that sometimes no, it hits an extreme when we when we, we kind of lose a little bit of common sense in, in that way. Yes. Like I don't mind yes. if a woman like Danica Patrick drives car, race cars. Cutting, no, no. She's not problem. like the race car is doing the work. I don't care if a woman's yes. a horse jockey. On on like nope. on running the, the the Belmont Stakes, you just got to think nope. about some common sense in regards to when men and women physical strengths would be yeah. different, and then be like, nah, that's probably not okay to let a dude go play, um, uh, go box women and yeah, wrestle. That's what well, happened and, and though. I, they got MMA. Farron Fox, Terran Fox, something like that is an MMA fighter. Yeah, like what this. I also come on. Want to know is like what's what at what point does it just become a co-ed league? Like and then how do I have to look? Like, do I have to look like a woman, or do I just have to say? Uh, it's like that bathroom thing we got going on, you know. Like, I could use whatever bathroom I want, but like, can I just play in whatever league I want? Well, let me tell you mm-hmm. something. 
the one the one person I thought about Raj is like this woman. You remember this woman who was like a, a racer from like Africa, like a racer, a racer, a track and field star from Africa, and they was trying to take I away thought- all of her um, medals because she was like they said she was born with another was chromosome from Britain. Oh, yeah. was it? Was it? It was something like that. But they wanted to take a DNA test on her yeah, to find out her. if she was yeah, born with a chromosome. And that was the one situation I was like, man, if she was born with an extra chromosome, and let's say she got both, let's say she got a man part and a woman part, man, she didn't dealt with enough in life. Let her run against yeah, the goddamn women. Yeah. I don't. Who cares, dog? Yeah. I don't care. It's not. Yeah. It's not fair to y'all. So what? Beat her. Like that part, I don't care about. Like, but. If someone because she not beating to, them girls from Jamaica anyway, so <laughs> and and she didn't go have a a, a change a, a gender yeah, reassignment exactly. surgery She's to herself. be able to play. yeah exactly it was like exactly. Just, that's that's how she was born like leave that woman alone yeah. but if yeah. you're not born that way I think that like Raj said it's what you kind of put on the thing in comp- athletic competition I think is yeah you can't switch it up to go be good that's my problem switch it up just because you want to switch it up that's fine I don't care about that but don't switch it up you're gonna try to be a professional athlete. When you wouldn't win already. Like, I don't like that. That's just my perspective. Bruce Jenner well, would I mean, shit. I just really have, I just really have, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I think if I was 21 at this point. the at truth as a man, In though, 2020, like. if I was 21, I think I would at least look into uh, what I got to do to get in the WNBA. <laughs> you know? Like, I would just, I'm not saying I would go through with it, but I think I would look into it. Like why not? So if they, if they said if they said you ain't had to cut nothing off or whatever, you just gotta identify and change all your stuff to it or whatever. I'm going. I'm doing it, and I'm hoping. Cause you can go overseas and be a millionaire. I, I don't want to necessarily. I just want to play in the WNBA. I don't. I don't have to oh, go damn. nowhere. Would you start in high school, or would you like go to college and start with your with your female career? Would you go to Rice? <laughs> I mean, yeah. So cue up that music, cause I ain't coming nice. <laughs> You know they say if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nothing nice to say, but I'll don't nice. Ain't nothing nice. Yeah. So it was 1998, you know, back in the day. We was in a band room at uh, New Iberia Senior High Band Class. We used to kick it. Kick it. I mean, when it wasn't in no kind of season, the band director would be in there. He'd go outside, smoke his little cigarette. He'd come back. We'd play um, Spades. At the table, learn my little space chops there, kick it, watch some old videos or some whatever, and just be hanging in the band room, whatever. So this one day when this uh, big burly white dude in band decided to pour some piss and um, and wanted to do his tubas because he didn't like him. Oh. So when he blew his tuba, he had piss in his mouth and he was like, I might get, he had to get a hepatitis shot. It was a whole bunch of shit. It was like, boy, I got suspended. It was a whole lot. It was a lot. I would have beat, beat his ass. But... Little dude, he poured the um the tube, piss in his tube, but he didn't. He didn't do nothing because he wasn't about that life. So that prompted an investigation to where, unbeknownst to me, you know, I was a drummer, you know, playing in percussion, and in the drum room in the back, there was um the white boys in the band used to piss in class and shit, and they would do it in like, 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 like um, what do you call those gallon things or like milk cans, milk things. Um, and they would cap it and open the ceiling in the band room and just put it up there. Nobody knew. Nobody knew this was happening except for them. Um, so eventually they found this out and they had to get like janitors. Everybody had to clean it out. And it was this big shit where a bunch of people got in trouble. And then it was like, <laughs> literally big yeah, shit. it was big shit. Then it was like, no more watching <laughs> movies, no more spades, no more nothing. No more. It was just sitting there like having to 
actually work and listen to music, literally, whatever. And it's like, damn, this was like the part of the year in band where we just chill, literally, a class I go to to chill every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so the idea was they got a lot of people I like. They got a lot of people I love. And a few people, or should I say a few things that I hate? And one of those things that I hate and always is going to hate and for the rest of my life I'm going to hate is when people ruin things for everybody. Mm-hmm. So I read a story on Yahoo earlier that brought that same feeling back up for me. That feeling of like, why somebody got to ruin this for everybody? And the, 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 the topic was, or the, the quote was, Pornhub ends unverified uploads and bans downloads. Listen, bro. I don't know how you like to do your porn. Everybody does their porn different. Some people like amateur. Some people like big tits. Some people like mm-hmm. ebony. Some people like Latinx. Some people like MILF. Some people like moms teach sex. People like a lot of different things. People teach. Some people like stepbrother porn. Some people, some people like midgets. Life. Some people like pregnancy porn. Some people like large cock. <laughs> no matter what you like, man, it is what it is. But amongst like a bunch of changes, Pornhub is making uh, major changes, basically. And um, it's ending uploads from unverified users. You have to be verified. I guess you got to have a blue check and a blue ball <laughs> to upload to part of. And bans the ability of users to download like a large percentage of their content. Um, and, you know, it's part of a transparency report in 2021. Um, so all of this, in, like I said, it's not, it depends on how you like to watch your porn and whatever. If you like to watch it on your phone, if you like to watch stream it to the TV. If you like to turn it on on your TV, if you like to watch it on your fire stick, if you like to watch it on your computer, your work computer, your regular computer, if you like to watch your porn, however you like to do it on your PS5, whatever, right? You can't do like you want to do because they are highlighting how, um, um, what you call it? I'm sorry, how Pornhub is not enforcing, is has lax policy and enforcement of child exploitation. So that's really the reason. That some people want to sit up there and look at some boy ass and some little children naked running around playing or whatever they're doing, disgusting people. And now they're ruining Pornhub. So all of that to say, pedos, go find your own site on the dark web somewhere. There's many of them. And just in the corner, go download your, what's that, Discord or whatever little apps that are hidden and figure out how you're going to do what you do and stay off of these children, whatever. Because I ain't got nothing nice to say about limiting my access and ownership of the unquestioned leader of porn repositories. So I won't say nothing at all. You know, you, you know, you know, 22, it's fucked up when you start fucking up porn sites. Like, free, when you can, when you can literally fuck up a free porn site because you want to be a disgusting, nasty ass dude. I hope the little white girl come get you and knock on your door. And and put you on camera and tell your wife that you've been that's what you've been doing, nasty motherfucker. I didn't know I didn't know this was uh, this was happening, but I I'm um, you know uh, I'm not a downloader. So at one point I in life, know. I was a downloader. Right. Oh, well, early yeah, on, yeah. when I had to download, I downloaded. Yeah, I don't have to download you know. more. It's still there. It's gonna stay there now. <laughs> so I, yeah, it's just uh, <laughs> I, you know I, I don't have a blue check neither, but. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> balls. <laughs> Just blousing. Uh, Jeff Blousers. <laughs> Jeff Blousers. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, so I don't think this is going to affect, um, you know, my household. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm cool. I, I agree with you, though. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't like people that mess stuff up for everybody as well. Because I feel like that's uh, the first step. I feel like the next step going to be like, oh, well, now, then we, we one step away from being Japan. And um, mm-hmm. for those of y'all who on that porn like me, <laughs> What do I mean by that, Raj? Please tell me you know what I'm referring to. Sensor daddy. That's so stupid. Blurred it out. Blurred it out. Blurred it out. It's not porn, man. This is TV. It's a commercial. This is a regular commercial. What do you mean? What do you mean? No, that's ABC at the uh, halftime of something. Oh, wow. Y'all are ridiculous. Yes, we are one step away from being Japan. That's going to hurt. Can't look at it. Condom daddies on flicks. That's what we one step away from. Everybody got to wear a condom from now on. Like, I mean, I'm going to have to go back to my daddy's stash. Give me a VCR. What? <laughs> I'm not going to say. I know I, so doing it. one day me and my daddy was cracked. Like recently, I was sitting over here telling him how I used to steal his stuff. And I was like, I got something in the room. <laughs> I, got, right I don't now. know if you, you were looking for your old tapes, but I got one of them got, in the room. Got two of them in there. <laughs> black, black action, black big butt, black action three. Show do lifestyles of the black and the famous with the long Yo, tube yep. socks with the black yep. shapes. Yep, with the hairy cooch. Yep. <laughs> anyway, man, we one step away from the foolishness, so um, don't don't ruin it for everybody. Just don't. Anybody got a VCR? <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all out of line, man. Uh, one more other thing I want to talk about. I, don't, I was going to talk about LSU and all them players who quit, but it's just, it is what it is, man. That's part of the culture. The last thing that I want to talk about is just one other story that um, I'm just going to throw it out there because it's, it's got some poignancy to it. Um, New York City like closed all of those schools recently and had everybody going to remote learning. And as mm-hmm. of a story that broke yesterday, it says that uh, Mayor De- Bill de Blasio, is, he's got an effort to reopen New York City classrooms. Um, and it was like a lot of things going on. But as schools have reopened this week, the mayor has found itself in presiding over a starkly, starkly unequal school system in which many white families have got back to the classroom while most colors, families of color have chosen to learn um, it, from home remotely. There are nearly 12,000 more white children returning to public school buildings than black students, even though there are more black students than white children in the system overall in New York hmm. City. I mean, low sharing education. What are your thoughts on that? And Raj, I want to hear your thoughts on that kind of idea. Well, First, I, it seems like it's a family's choice as part of it. That's kind of how they're framing that. But just what are your mm-hmm. thoughts? It, it, what I see now, you know, I have I know people who work in private schools. Like they, when they return to school, they're doing it actually the right way, taking temperatures. They have the uh, the fiberglass surrounders. The so, disc. so one more thing, they said public schools right here. Oh, the public school. School. oh, oh, well, it, it, it might be a family choice, but I do know um, in Texas, in my district alone, we're missing like 3,500 kids. Mm. Now, you know, well, my district is predominantly black and Hispanic. So, uh, that, that's uh, like a family. I get your point. I get your point. So, like, where like, in different parts of Houston, Texas are different school districts. Yes, and they so, and they are actually going no, to the correct I measures I to you. get it done the right way. So more affluent think, districts is bringing them back, but y'all, like, yeah, I get you. 
Yeah, it was like, we, we're bringing them back, but you just like, you know, I can speak uh, for some people's schools. I know they're not even taking, they're not checking temperatures. Uh, you know, kids have on map, but they, you know, they're still putting in a classroom that, that normally had 25, 30 kids close to, you know, close. They, they're saying it's 60 apart, but you're still, you're still packing 16, 20 kids in that classroom. So there's no way you can be six feet apart. Uh, they're not buying enough supplies where everybody can have their own supplies. Just a bunch of different factors in those things. So it depends on like where those kids are going to school and how that money and those taxes are set up. And what their school budget is to how they actually going back and doing it. I think a lot of black families, their school, not, you know, I want to say, I want to say every black school is doing this, but, you know, they, they're not able to do it, just not even doing it the right way or not being given the resources to do it the right way. And, you know, once your parents ask a couple of questions, if you have any good sense, you're like, you know what? I'm not putting my child in a situation. You know what I'm saying? Cause I know you're going to catch COVID. Like literally the nurse texted me while we've been on the podcast and just told me of two cases confirmed. I wanted to share something with you, Lois. I did something with a group of educators earlier today. I showed them this graphic, and it, mm-hmm. it shows like it's kind of a little motion thing where when you scroll, it shows that a classroom with one teacher who has COVID, and then it's like over the course of you know however long the class is, that X amount of students are going to get it if they're sitting in a classroom, period. You want, do you want like, to hear something? And then it's like, if the time is cut in half that that teacher is in the classroom, then mm-hmm. this is how many would have got it. And then if the windows were open, well, this is how many would have it. And mm-hmm. if proper ventilation techniques. So there are a lot of different things that even if you have COVID, yes, you would be straight if the class length was shorter and if mm-hmm. they had proper ventilation. But school, mm-hmm. I, it's just, it's just ain't, that's not hey, a priority. Yeah. Let me, let my me. My idea, let... my idea of school. My, like just of a of a of a high school or middle school does not have windows. Mm. So, but that's dope. I never thought about that because like I never had windows growing up from going to school. They don't. They don't have them now. Even newer schools don't. Older schools had them. Uh, and until they may have windows, but they don't open. <laughs> you know, they they don't open. And like now, uh, you know, now they're they're actually letting the the districts HR handle handle how they deal with that right so whether you uh whether you get whether you actually quarantine for 14 days now what they're having you do is that you're taking like soon as you find the kid has it they have the teacher go take a test and we if your test comes back negative like soon as they you find out take the test test come back negative they bring you back to work mm-hmm. and they keep sometimes they keep your kids they keep your, your kids quarantined but they bring the teacher back to work and and sometimes even it, like if if you are a specials teacher and they say you only in there forty five minutes in there with that child, they don't even quarantine you. They tell you, oh, you you can go get tests on your own, but you need to be at work. But so then, I mean, I mean, you're exposed and teaching kids all day. You know what I mean? Like for every forty five minutes, you get a new set of kids. So it's spreading like wildfire because number one, they don't have the coverage. So if they if they they actually Quarantine people like they're supposed to, you won't have coverage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you won't have coverage. So it's a bunch I, of different I factors just, that plays into that, and it, it the majority thing of it is that money and how you actually doing it and setting it up money and that my people who actually go out their way and it costs money to get it done right because you know, like you said, ventilation, uh, uh, time class times, 
Those things. Well, how your teacher is set up? Do you have the, the plexiglass thing for your teacher? No. Hmm. For the kids? No. Windows? Absolutely not. We got pods. <laughs> so you have, and we open. Uh, it's a it's an open classrooms concept. So it's nine classrooms in that one pod with no doors, no doors in there to the classroom. I just think what's, I mean, I'm sitting and I'm thinking, I'm, I'm just like, if, yeah, if I was at private school, public school, whatever it is, but just in a rich district, a well-off district, like, mm-hmm. what am I supposed to do if I have the means to go back to school? Like, am I supposed to just suffer with the rest of the districts or do I share some no, of my resources? See, that's the thing about like, it, Rogers. They call them like independent school districts. So they all yeah. kind of can do what they want. Unless mm-hmm. there's an edict, like in Houston, like by the um, Harris County judge told all of the schools that they couldn't open at a certain point, even when some yeah. wanted to before Labor Day. Mm-hmm. I just want to add that and to so, what you were saying, LaRos. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, I mean, I still think that that goes into it. I, I think, I mean, yeah, independent seems like it has like a little bit of a private feel to it. Mm. Does it not? Yeah, I mean, it is uh, based upon they, where you are. Yeah. And so it, I'm just, I mean, I'm just wondering, like, if I'm in one of those districts and we have the means to open and there's no... Um, you know, court order or anything like that for me to open or not. I just could do whatever I want to do. And why wouldn't I open? Mm. Like, I, I get it that other people are going to suffer and that sucks. Um, But what what am I to do? I mean, I guess I could be noble, like I said, and like we just maybe try to get some coalition together so we can share our resources. But do I want to do that? Like, mm. I might just enjoy the fact that I was prepared to, you know, I don't know, like it sucks, but I might just enjoy the fact that I was prepared to open back school. Well, that's the and, thing yeah. about, I think that's the thing about schools that, um and I, and as a educational leader, I can speak to this, that, um, on a district by district um case, everybody's not qualified to lead a district. Every superintendent's not good. Mm-hmm. Every administration is not good. And then you take a step back. Every um, education secretary for every state's not good. They don't mm-hmm. have good plans to put all of this together. And then we take even one step further. Um, Artie yeah. something I don't remember his name was Artie so and so used to be on like all of the Raj. You would probably remember this. All of the celebrity basketball games for like all-star weekend and he was mm-hmm. the director of education in the united states and he used to hoop on like the mm-hmm. games with, with with kevin hart and mm-hmm. and whomever else and now it was betsy devos under the trump administration and she's horrendous Ooh. so there's no leadership from the top down when the pandemic happened to make mm-hmm. national decisions not that mm-hmm. every state would follow every specific thing but part of what the Trump administration was on was using go back to school, let open up our schools, yeah. open up our churches yeah, as I'll a way to try to like get votes and get people on their mm-hmm. side. So they weren't trying to figure out the correct way to do it, the right way to do it, whatever. Mm-hmm. They just mm-hmm. was like, open them up because you need to open them up. We need to go yeah. back to church and we need to go back to that's school. All, that's all it was. And, and, and it, it, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, no, you're right, Los. And it's, oh, the, the, yeah. this is, this the, is the what cra- happened because of it. Yeah. The, the crazy part about that was, uh, if you know, when you start, like, say, the superintendent's asking questions, the state education, they're asking questions. Everybody's getting a whole bunch of I don't knows. I don't know. So, how this is going to look when you ask a question in the meeting, you're in a meeting asking questions in a district meeting, asking questions, uh, superintendent, I, I, I don't know yet. He's, he, he's, he's the leader of our district. I, I don't know how this, I don't know. So, if you, so, I don't know. 
You know what I mean? And now, now things are changing because, you know, the numbers are ramping up and we don't have a coverage for teachers, you know, that's, that's out and they don't want to send kids home because the state is saying, well, you don't have them kids that we missing money. We now don't get paid. You know, you know, your school, your school, your district won't get that money. And so now it comes the superintendent's making a choice where your life or do I keep people jobs in the district? You know, so it's, it, it, like, like, like I was saying, it, it, it's, it's, it's levels to this shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's levels to the shit. And I think everybody is dropping the ball. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you would think they had all summer to figure this shit out. You know, they kept monitoring COVID and they said, we're not going back. I just, I just feel like it, it I just feel like it's a, it's a solid week meeting, man, to figure this shit out. And the, the government said, all right, we're going to get y'all this amount of money to get these resources. And the doctors in there saying, this is what you can do to make it safe. Or safer if y'all gonna go back. You I, know what I mean? Think that but some smart that people never could figured this out. Some smart people could. I, have figured I this definitely out. think so. All you keep older kids at home and spread everybody out amongst you the know, schools. You, you know, I've been saying that. Done. That been my thing from day yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. The old kids that, at that, home. But I mean, it's it's something you could have done to make this safer than it is. Like now, it's literally us in like hot, hot. Like the whole pie was hot in one of the pies today. Were it was hot. No AC, nothing blowing. But you still got kids in there. They ate, they eat lunch in there. They mask off. You can be in there 30 minutes. They eat lunch with a mask off. A kid tests positive in there, in that classroom, they're going to tell you, oh, it was only 30 minutes. You wasn't exposed. You're good. If you was in the back of the room, you straight. You can go with, you can go with tested if you want to, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> so it, it, it's a bunch of fuck you going on, <laughs> to lack of a better word, bro. It's crazy right now. Well, I just want to make sure that we touched on something that was real, and a lot of people have been kind of talking about it and this this phenomenon. And I mean, I know yeah. we kind of we kind of veered away from just that disparities amongst um, African American students and white students oh, yeah. in the school system, but still, it's still an interesting talk about how the current state of our schools with COVID and what yeah. what should be done, what could be done, and hopefully, when we have a new administration in there, that things start to change. Um, Write your local um, senator and politician and ask them if they want me to be the education superintendent, czar of the United States. I'll go ahead on and do it. Um, I'll move. Already called him. I'll move because that's <laughs> for that advanced. position. <laughs> Love when you come back to it. <laughs> I'll move if they don't even need to give me no more money, but I'm going to lose my family. But hey, it is what it is, man. I could fly out every weekend if they give me enough money. Hey, man, until next weekend, man. Y'all, hey, y'all have a great weekend. the best for a weekend go to youtube and look at our video and we are out ding hit smash your like button let me ask you a question before we start that rumble how many times dry you have to wipe yourself before you don't see brown i i, I go I'm, I'm i'm a wet dry Wet, dry guy. No, I'm not asking that. Oh, you really dry? No, hold on, hold on. That's in this world. Wow, that was just the the wildest thing I've heard someone saying to me. Lo, she said you start wet. Yeah, I start wet. Ooh. And then I go. <laughs> then I go dry. <laughs> <laughs> Would that man might have that cake? <laughs> no, cut, cut. I can't even. I can't even wrap my head around. Starting start wet, wet, cutting start wet. wet. Wet could be so messy depending on what the. Well, that, that, that <laughs> what depends the too. Is, huh? But lately, I've been um, 
I mean, uh, the little right amount I take, it been, it been, it ain't like if I have a blowout, have a blowout, then I got to go dry. You know what I mean? But you've been clean. You've been clean lately. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stay clean. But I'm saying, you know, yeah, it been, it been nice and thick. You know, come oh out there cool. God. <laughs> Roger, I didn't think that question was going to elicit that response in me, but my first thought was just like, what? Every time? <laughs> <laughs> it just depends. Like, like they've been so clean. Okay, I've to been, answer I, your I question, Roger, probably about four. Four? Yeah, four. All dry? You know what I'm thinking to myself? If we just answer it, man, we just like, wet or dry? Couldn't that could be an easy drug conversation, too. <laughs> What you usually, what you started on, couldn't that wet or that dry? That's funny. Oh, couldn't oh, I usually go wet for a couple of months and then dry. That's Man, go dry. Nigga, <laughs> bad. Raj, I don't know what your answer, what was my answer supposed to be? Four. Cutting four, four is what I'm coming with. I don't know, cutting. I feel like mine would be 30. 30. <laughs> well, then I think, I think there's another sub question there. How many sheets each time? Yeah. You would. Oh, can I always use a nice little handful, like a little cold? I would say about eight, Kobe, eight or nine. Basketball handful. Yeah, it would depend on the ply, but... too. Eight or nine sheets? Every on the plaque. So you at work. If you at work, maybe you it's six to nine. No, yeah, them little work daddies. Because yeah, there, there's no sheets. sheets. It's just a big long daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and with the little with the teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. when at work hurt, boy, you got to be careful though. I don't ever let the little dispenser break it with the teeth at the work. Oh I no! I pull it out straight down, and then I rip it with my hand. My hand, because yes. I feel like they got poo flakes all in so there. The, so the next nigga get a little owl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I rather that than, than some of that whatever on the bottom of that yeah. on them teeth. Because I, I, I know, I know, I know they don't never clean. They let them teeth. Teeth don't never get clean. If I was a cleaning lady or cleaning well, man, I would. Not I would clean. always miss the teeth. That's too much work. <laughs> That's gonna, that's gonna damage my my, my my little sponge and everything. Yeah, I, I already got to clean the bathroom. The last thing I got time for is to clean some fucking teeth. Since y'all on the subject of foolishness today, um, real quick, the I think those in the um the the toilet seat toilet bowl covers that be in bathrooms are the worst invention ever. Cutting, they, they, they're, they're not even so, the size. Of, they're not so even the size thin, of the toilet. They're not the size of the toilet. They got and. Be, Middle piece you gotta punch out. Yeah, come on. I man. never understood that part. And and if you like, you know how you be one that uh the automatic daddy, the automatic flush daddy. When you put it on there and you go to turn around, that bitch flush and that motherfucker go down. <laughs> <laughs> so you be almost about to rise. You be almost about to rise the seat, and you have to stop mid sit to get back up. You about to do what? The seat? Rise it, raw, raw, raw butted. You know, you raw oh, butt seats. Raw, raw. You did say you. So let me, hey, look, look, I got two, I got two new developments as far as the bathroom goes. The, 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 to me, the best thing, so I, I, I hate wearing a mask from a physical standpoint. It does not feel good to me to wear a mask. I still do it though. I'm not a, I'm not an anti-masker, mm. but, uh, but I don't like doing it. But I love the fact of wearing a mask in a bathroom, specifically a public yeah, a public stall, like a public uh, urine. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. Um, so you plan to continue that? You plan is, to continue that after COVID? I mean, it's not a bad. We're gonna keep him a, a, a random mask not. in his pocket just to get his shit. Public. Probably not. That would be cool though. I just I like I like having it because sometimes I go like if somebody if I saw if they only got one one urinal left and a big nasty dude just left from it, I'll put my face in my shirt. Any dude leave from out of there, um, I'm putting my face. In. <laughs> so. Uh, well, not, not if he's fine. But um, <laughs> so <clears throat> the other thing is, is 
spray hand sanitizer. Now y'all know all I said. I said you gotta have anything wet and you can spray and wipe it. That was my my directions mm-hmm. of going raw dog on the yeah. seat. Now since we got spray hand sanitizer, I spray hand sanitizer on the toilet seat. Mm. Feel better about sitting on it raw dog. No botulism. No no corona. No nothing on that. No AIDS. Right? Nothing on that thing. Got it. It's gone. I got it from I the toilet like seat. Hand sanitizer do the justice. I still I still gotta have at least a one story. Even when I do, I gotta have a one story. Shit. <laughs> it's too slippy. It's too slippy, man. Oh, you could just work on your quads and just um like do that just, the wall squat. But but then but then you're splashing. Then you're splashing. Yeah, I'll splash. No, that's why you put toilet paper in there first. I just found that out. I was this year years old when I found out if you put toilet paper first, you don't splash. Hmm. How much you though? found out you found out that's from somebody who ain't shit because they put all that toilet paper and be wasting people toilet paper at their yeah. mama house for years. Yeah. And all, all the shit. No, no, not, at the, not your mama house. We're talking public. Oh, okay, right? okay, 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 okay. Well, my the splash just don't concern you. Like if you're at your mama house and you splash or your own that's, house, it's just yeah. fine. That's just a little that's bit. My splash. That's a little bit of water. Just a little bit more water. Yeah, it's, 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 it's process clean. a little easier. So we that's, all go that, wet first. That's fine. <laughs> I was also. You got to waste the wet there. Already wet. Year, years old. Shout out to my partner Tanner. Just uh, he he purchased a a pretty like a two hundred dollar bidet, and he said he didn't have some messy situations and 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 tried to wipe himself after, and not one piece of brown is on that piece of paper. Ah, so shout I'm, out to I, him. I am I am in the market for that eventually. Wow, oh, I, I actually got a little midget at the house that come in there with a little <laughs> uh, a little mini little one of them things that you use to water pick your teeth. Anyway, um, <laughs> I was about to say when them little, when them little birthday water guns. There you go, <laughs> super soaker. That man, Paul nah, that no, no, the, the the little kind, the, the the little kind of them little birthday ones. You got to move the little white thing, put water in there, and then close the white thing. <laughs> Not that pump. That's Not the pump. pump. That's a little much. Yeah, cut. Anyway, man, you, you heard last week. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to who he who shall not be uh, mentioned. Came to the text group talking about some. Hey man, why y'all never told me about two girls? <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah, you're in that text group, Raj. Raj, I'm, I don't. I, sometimes I get to that text group and it's got a hundred text messages in it, and I'm just like, I can't. <laughs> it was a whole I can't, event. I can't, I can't go backwards. And, ch- uh, and entire CNH event. Was, CNH was like, don't do it. Reconsider. Don't do it. Read some yeah, lips. <laughs> <laughs> man, re- he was watching it real time, telling yeah. us like. Man, what's so uh, bad about it? Yeah, I don't Man, see what's, what's wrong man. with it. Oh, it's just two shit. chicks, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said, he exactly was like, that girl must ain't shit for a month. Yeah. yeah that, was, that was that was next level. Scream Sunday. Yeah. Shit, scream Sunday. 